the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Milton Glick along with, there we go, that's a little better. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch. Dr. Jerry Parsons had a beautiful day here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Oh, Nursing. lovely. 1604 and Bull Verde Road. It is absolutely lovely. It feels just right. And there are so many folks having a good time. We're set up next to where they're doing the, where the balloon artist is doing her stuff. Uh, and um, Plus, Jerry got us a it got hot us, dog. Got us a hot dog. But I was going to say. Uh, I, I need to turn the mic on uh, on the uh, the folks that are getting the the balloon art because the kids, I think they're kind of mesmerized when they start to see it come together, and then all of a sudden, what? Milton is mesmerized. I am mesmerized. It's amazing what she's doesn't done. Doesn't matter what the kids are thinking. Milton is it? No, but you can hear them though. You can hear them going, "Hey, I'm look, look, look!" And then they go brag and show their uh, siblings what what she made for them. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we've got the Moon Bounce hot dogs. Thank you for to Jerry for getting us some hot dogs today and making I a paid donation. Yesterday, but they yes. Were <laughs> He's Jerry's a little slow. Yeah, he, yeah he, he paid for them yesterday and got them today. <laughs> well, the good thing is kind of the good and the bad thing. If you got here late, you missed the hot dogs. The good thing is uh, people are donating. Jerry donated to the San Antonio Food Bank for the hot dogs. Right. And uh, so the fact that we ran out was a good thing. Uh, that means that. Uh, we had uh, lots of donations and lots of people, much more than they expected. So that's great. Uh, and today we're expecting even more. Uh, the blood drive yesterday was a big success. Uh, what? Yeah, we had about 35 folks that Ooh. went through the process and, right. uh, or that donated blood. There may have been more that, that offered to donate blood, but that's great. So, um, yeah, I'm real happy because when I walked by, after I parked at about uh, 1045, there was no one in line, and uh-huh. I was scared, you know, and, and so I'm glad it turned out really great. Thanks for uh, to everybody that came out and supported And we that. didn't uh, see any, as far as I know, we didn't see any spilled blood out here. No, so I think, they must have I been very efficient yeah. in collecting it. <sighs> yeah, and uh, I did hear they had, like, lots of homemade cookies. Oh, I, go, I don't believe it. <laughs> they were just giving them out. Just, oh, hey, you, come here. Throwing them out the door. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have uh, tried to give again and get my $10 oh, that's right. I forgot. certificate, but my medication, yeah, they, uh, current medication, don't allow it. I'm but, sorry. But uh, there's very, very few medications that yeah. l- limit your ability to give blood, but there's a few. And so, uh, and they're fast. They they go through the process quickly. Oh yeah, it does go very quickly. Hey, so the next time 
uh, we donate blood and you want to be a part of the process, my suggestion is go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and just make an appointment. And then you get kind of in uh, quicker. And um, if there is a line, you move at the time of your appointment, you move right up there. So uh, a lot more folks are doing that now. Anyway, it's, again, a beautiful day here at Millburgers. Lots of color, lots of fall color uh, with the garden mums, lots of people, lots of fun. So come on out and visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And say hello and ask your gardening question in person. And it's, get your winterizer fertilizer. Yeah, if only it were on sale. And get your... Uh, Is it on sale? It's on sale. What? That's insane. Two kinds. And then get your uh, cyclamens. And yeah, uh, I got some. Uh, Did you already get your cyclamen? No, I haven't yet. Okay, I, I'm postponing. Because they are I, tempting I, you. I, I thought it was pretty there. crowded, but then I got Judy some uh, violas, and it was very easy to get to the cash <laughs> register and get them paid and get them out. Of yeah, here. they got all the registers running. It looks like today because of everybody. But anyway, yeah. So uh, what what do we have on going on on the fertilizer? We have. 40% off. Winterizer. Now's the time to apply the most important feeding of the year. 18612, uh, which is a 312 that we recommend. A 40 pound bag covers 7,200 uh, square feet of regularly $30, now $17. And remember now, when we we went through this in real detail yesterday, but the whole idea of the winterizer is a fast-release nitrogen source, so your your grass roots can take it up, and they reorganize it for uh, winter uh, uh, cold protection and also for a fast start in the fall. So it's st- it's legitimate to use a winterizer until your grass goes dormant. So. It's really it's green and active right now, so this uh, it's pretty useful, um, a good time to go ahead and fertilize. And, and you, then you think about it, we say winterizer, and most of us think of grass, but it's also the winterizer for the cold crops, the uh, cabbage, broccoli, the cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, all those types of things. You forgot and one of your one of your favorite, the spinach. Oh yeah, spinach too. Is he, is he not, not using his microphone? He's got to be in control. He's, <laughs> well, at least he's in a good little, mood. Little it's a little bit of control. It's a control issue. He had his hot dog today, so he's in yeah, a better, better mood. Than yeah. But uh, anyway, also the uh, flowering annuals, you know, pansies. and uh, We forget those sometimes. <laughs> yeah, after, after we plant them. Yeah, we may, you, may, you probably do them. not have to fertilize them as much as... Broccoli or uh, spinach, but they uh, every four weeks is not too often to give them a little uh, shot of nitrogen too. Right, because they're they, they're doing uh, they're growing this time of the year, and, and that's the one to use the winterizer fertilizer. Use winterizer fertilizer in the winter. Oh, I see. To keep your plants winterized. I think I'm following the logic of this now. <laughs> And uh, also, we, we, we don't recommend it as much, but for those who want to do the organic control, use, uh, we've got Millburgers Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhiza Fungi. 
Okay. And uh, that, that's 30% off. We had was $30, and now it's $20. So uh, uh, both the organic fertilizers and the, and the winter, the regular fertilizers are are on sale. Uh, but the only, I, I, I'm looking at the bag of the, the natural lawn and garden fertilizer with mycorrhiza, and it doesn't have winterizer on it. Well, so, it's, it's slow release, but, that's all. Yeah, it's slow release. And... Uh, now, I, I don't have the same problem Jerry does with using slow-release lawn fertilizer for the uh, things like broccoli that are relatively long season or yeah. um, oh, oh the root crops, carrots, those are long season too. And, and both Jerry and I, have, if you got an open bag of either of the fertilizer, oh, yeah. use it up if you want to. That'll... Well, I have a question. Uh-oh. I heard on this show, I think it was on this show, uh, yesterday, that um, there really is no bad time to winterize. Um, That's right. Okay, so why would it matter if it long was fast the, release? Long as the grass is green and okay. and growing. Okay. Yeah, because you gotta it's got to be able to take the fertilize the nutrients up and reorganize it. Okay, so that okay, so there is it does make a difference if the grass is dormant. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you got St. Augustine, don't you? Yeah. No. 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 I was just curious because if it didn't matter, time-wise, because of the weather, it's not the weather; it's the dormancy of the grass. Right. Okay. Which, which is weather dependent. Correct. Okay. I was ah. just wondering if you could use the slow release if you, and just, oh, the, and the, just yeah, hope for slow, the best. The slow but, release is not as efficient at this time of the year. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That's now, a good word. Now, remember, 50% of the slow-release fertilizer is immediate release. Oh. So you get some benefit uh, by using slow-release. You might, you, you, might, you might get the, the full benefit if you use copious amounts <laughs> of slow-release. See where I'm going with that, man? Yes, I see where you're going with that. And you get 50% of uh, relief, fast release. 50% of copious is... Uh, uh, yeah, 50, you is get 25% regular. copious. <laughs> we, can out, we can outsmart ourselves. Too, yeah, think, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I had my question answered. I'm okay now. All right. But the, the thing is, you can't... Uh, oh, let's see how I want to put that. Uh, you can't over-fertilize your lawn. Oh, man. Here at this we time of the year. At this time of the year? Why? Because... <laughs> Let me think this through. Okay. Uh, but it, it, anyway, I, 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 oh, yeah. Most people think if they put too much fertilizer, put a lot of fertilizer on there, that'll stimulate the grass into growing rapidly again. Where you'd be mowing it once a week. But because of the uh, temperatures, the soil temperatures and the temperatures, uh, it regardless of how much fertilizer you put on there, uh, it's not going to start growing fast oh, again. Okay. But it's it's going to green up. But I would argue is that, that... Is you it can, wasteful? You can, yes. That's what okay. I, you're, if you put too much on there, it's just not going to... Not going to get any better performance than the recommended amount. Okay. 
Well, probably right. But uh, I need to talk to an agronomist because in Tennessee, it, it, uh, on the croplands, they put their fertilizer down in the fall. Now, granted, some leaches out because they got 52, 60 inches of rainfall up there. So I guess some of it leaches out, but uh, they say that's a benefit to uh, not being able to get it on in the spring when it's too, too wet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and obviously they they have some residual left over, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I need to talk to some. We talk about uh, fertile, uh, nitrogen leaching out of the soil, and we talk about uh, putting down fertilizer, and the rains come and wash it away. I don't think I don't think once fertilizer, once fertilizer is in the soil, uh, with the exception of nitrogen, uh, I think it's it's bound to the soil. It, it it doesn't wash out of the soil as easy as a lot of us have been led to believe. But granted, nitrogen does uh, leach out. Nitrogen, nitrogen out goes up, down, and yeah. all, all directions. Yeah, yeah. It's just not a stable. Uh, that's why timing is so important. That's why we debate the, the when, when is the okay time to put it down. But anyhow. Hey, we got a question from Petit coming in. Two one zero three. Poteet. Poteet. The strawberries. Are the strawberries ready? But this is not a strawberry question. Not a strawberry question Mm-mm. from Poteet? No, nope, not yet. We have a question from Mike. Oh, near Poteet. Okay. So, so near yeah, strawberries. That'll work. Hi, Mike. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Well, here's the deal. I wanted to plant an avocado tree. I mean, avocados I can eat eventually. But from what I'm reading online, this may not be the best time of year to plant them. That maybe all the way to the spring. Well, that that that's a. Generally, we would say, "Nah, this is the best time for everything." But a a real cold sensitive plant like avocado, you're probably right. It's a de- debate. Uh, I think I think last weekend we had somebody that had one in a container, and we said. Uh, yeah, you you take less of a chance if you wait until the spring or you get yeah. a growing season. So you're you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. They're, well, probably gonna, have, they're probably going to freeze any, anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you, if you plant them in the spring, they'll live longer than they will if you plant them in the fall and we have a hard winter. Yeah. Uh, will I have a hard time getting one in the spring? No, no, no. Millburger has them has a several, several different varieties, and uh, some are and, and, some are listed as being uh, pretty cold tolerant. Yeah. Now it may be later. In other words, we do most of our fruit trees in uh, late January and February, and uh, the avocados may not come in until uh, April or May, or maybe even later. Okay. But that that's that's all right. That, I think I think there's some here, but no. Oh yeah, there's a lot here now. Yeah. But that's the. So if you want to buy it now and protect it and keep it in a container, and protect it when it's going to get below uh, twenty degrees, it doesn't do that much in poteen. But uh, in, just in case, keep it in a container till next spring. 
I don't, I don't think they're having a sale on them. They, they have had sales in the last couple of weeks on uh, on uh, avocados. Well, we can I, check I, don't see, I don't see any now. Maybe y'all ought to All say right. something dumb about it. We'll say something. All right. Last trace. Thanks, man. Now, how, how far are you away from, I, I, just in case, how far are you away from an H-E-B? <laughs> oh, man. Probably 20 miles. Uh, 20 miles, there you go. Okay. So if the, if, the, if the thing freezes down, even the ones that are supposed to be cold already, you might wonder why there's not an avocado industry in... Uh, don't discourage poor in, in in Texas in Poteet. Yeah. You notice we don't we don't have the avocado Poteet festival. You know, <laughs> so uh, there's a reason for that. <laughs> okay. But H E B will take care of you just in case of an emergency. But you try okay. anyway. Yeah. I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> and then, and there are varieties. I hope, I hope it's later than sooner. What? Then he'll let, <laughs> then us, he'll know. let us know uh, if he gets avocados. Yeah. Them. Let us know in the spring. All right. Okay, 210. Thank you. Thanks, man. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers, and uh, we encourage you to come on over and be a part of the uh, the show. You can ask your gardening questions. You can come vote for your favorite employees' costumes. Uh, there's lots of fun stuff uh, that they're dressed as, and when you vote, uh, it's an entry into the contest for a $100 gift certificate here at Millburgers. And there's uh, lots of creative stuff uh, that they're doing here. So, anyway, 210, uh, there we go, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Let's take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's bugging you and uh, it's uh, scaring you in the house and it's not part of Halloween, well, then you <laughs> ought to be calling Spider-Man Pest Control because they can help you get rid of it and get rid of it good. Maybe it's uh, roaches or ants or fleas. Are people scared of roaches? Some people are. Are they really? Especially when they attack. <laughs> <laughs> You're just innocently walking in the kitchen and they just jump up and start flying at you. Oh, those are the attack roaches. That is, that uh, you have got a problem when they're that thick. <laughs> <laughs> so if roaches are attacking you, or even if they're not, you can be preventative by calling Spider-Man Pest Control and getting rid of them, uh, including mosquitoes. Uh, if you've got mosquito issues, he's got the new Into Care Mosquito Trapping Program uh, that'll help you out uh, with uh, getting rid of those mosquitoes with a. Uh, a uh, different approach than just fogging, and it's working real well. Uh, the folks that he's uh, had customers uh, that like it a, a lot, and it's uh, it's uh, cost-effective and uh, really good. You can call them up and just say, hey, call us about that. We want to learn more. 210-656-3721. 210 210- 
656-3721. Check it out, too. You can learn all about all this that he does at GoSpiderManPest.com, including lawn fertilization if you don't want to do it yourself. GoSpiderManPest.com, and uh, it's for Spider-Man termite and pest control, your web of protection since 1976. We're going to take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. and Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullfordy Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like Fall Garden Mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors. And some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4k high def color camera eight channel 4k network video recorder monitors installation and more valued at nine thousand dollars right now for only five thousand dollars exclusively on the marketplace page at 930 a.m hi this is barry hagendorf with deck and patio care at 8229147 for 23 years i specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios also creating the outside room a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors flagstone patios outside kitchens outside fireplaces and water features hence the outside room Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. 
Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Neil is on the line. Uh, he's got a question about growing Texas trees in other locations. Hey, Neil, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? You oh, Neil, you there? There call. you are. What's going on, Neil? Yeah, I'm here. Got me? We, we got you. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. I have a question about the Texas persimmon. Will that grow uh, in North Carolina? That's from Hedden. Why in the hell would you want to grow a Texas persimmon in North Carolina? I bet because that's not I the answer them. you expected. There you go. You love them, those <laughs> okay. black Oh, the man, black? I love those black persimmons. Look. They're wonderful. Oh, what, what about the Japanese persimmon? Well, yeah, I eat those, too. But the Texas persimmon, uh, I make into a real thick jam, and I call it Texas tar. Ooh, there, oh, that's, that, that's a good name. I have some tar. Yes. Some there you go. There you go. I mess with my family. And if I don't hey. make it too thick, and I'll call it Texas oil, Texas cruise. So they love I, it. I, I can't remember if the Texas persimmon grows in East Texas or not, or if it's an alkaline really? soil. No, I oh, imagine I it'll grow anywhere. Huh? You think really? you yeah. think it'll grow in the alco- in the acid soils? Yes. Cool. Cool. But okay. I, well, I'll where, try. Where are you go? You got to get a female tree. You know the male. Female. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got to get a female and a male. I've got two of them in my yard, and I get a lot of fruit out of them. Uh, the other question is the loquat. I know that's not a Texas native, but uh, well, they grow in in North Carolina. You know. What is it? Loquat. The Texas loquat, the yellow fruit. Well, I'm going to freeze. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're not they're not Texas, Japanese loquats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. they will. Okay, yeah, they're they not, will? Uh, yeah, they're not particularly fussy. Um, okay, cool. It's just, right, strange, well. it's just strange, yeah, to play. To think of those two two species yeah. for use in North Carolina because there's so many other choices. Well, you, well, you, you know, I've lived, okay. over, I've lived here over 40 years, and we're going to make a big journey, and uh, these are two of the fruits I love here. So they work yeah, there. great. He's All right. bringing a little Texas with him to North Carolina. Now, now you, you'll there be you able go. to grow the uh, the real Japanese persimmon there. and the, uh, He doesn't want the real Japanese persimmon. Of course, they got the American persimmon there that's uh you're missing the point that does extremely well <laughs> now the, the problem problem you're going to have is finding a, a, is a male and female texas persimmon right well, well i got here, him in my North yard Carolina. i know but I've he's got to transport them over there oh you're yep. gonna try to dig them and take them i'm gonna plant seeds and bring them with me okay Fifty percent of those seeds are going to be, maybe more than fifty percent of them, going to be male, and not right. fruit. Well, thank you. 
I needed well, that information. No. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Call us and tell us how it goes. No. I will. <laughs> All right. The, the, let's not tell the neighbors what they are, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that right, you, you brought a nasty Texas persimmon oh, to man. North Carolina when you could grow the beautiful Japanese persimmon. I still well, have I a question two, whether they're going to grow so the regular. I have this, in, this in East Texas, we, you had the regular persimmon. We had a native persimmon yeah, there. Yeah, right, Americana. Yeah, with big, with big fruit and everything. I didn't see any. Uh, text thing that resemble a Texas persimmon. No. Do you know if they take alkaline soil or? I, uh, they must because they, they grow in the hill country. They're symbiotic with uh, live oaks and stuff. So, I mean, you see them there. I'd be more worried about rainfall. You what? I'd too, be more worried about too much. too much rainfall. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Do, I'm just figuring just you guys Just do it, Neil. I'm don't don't let him talk out of it. All right. I'm not, go, go, I'm not. go to the go to the local garden center there and ask them. Uh, <laughs> first of all, do they sell male and female persimmons? And second of all, do they, do they grow in North Carolina? And tell all your friends it's a it's a sweet black olive. That way they won't, <laughs> yeah, right. they won't know. That's good. Yeah, right? especially yeah, the right. green ones, right? Yep. Yeah. I'll give them the green ones and tell them the green yeah. olives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good day and happy. Thanks, Neil. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Uh, you you are it. busy. We are busy. So we've got the train and the bounce house and the maze. We still have a few pumpkins left, uh, especially some really big ones that I thought oh, would be good. the first ones to go, but there's still a few here. Uh, what else have we got? Blue Nart. We've got yeah. roasted corn. we got hot dogs. Uh, you name it, it's going on. There's still plenty of parking, mm-hmm. and uh, we're having fun. No, it's a fun day out here at the nursery, uh, and uh, yeah, we are having fun. You just uh, we uh, we should be posting pictures of everybody in line and having fun, eating roasted corn, and all that good stuff. But uh, we, we sent a bunch of pictures to Facebook. So oh, good. Okay. I yeah. Yeah. I was. You know, I asked yesterday. You make sure you have. Somebody taking pictures, and I saw a lady walking around with a camera. So Good. Assume she was. Uh, no, that wasn't one of our. But if he's walking around with a phone, that would have been our employee. Oh, okay. Anyway. But, yeah, you can look on Facebook and see all the pictures of folks having a good time. Speaking of pictures, we leave up the picture-taking area. Uh, oh, good. Past this point. So if you want to take uh, Christmas pictures with a fall background, we still mm-hmm. got all that going past, uh, past the event. Yeah, and a lot of people are doing that. Um, I, I walked in front of one, this one poor couple um, that was taking a picture. They had struggled to get their child to smile, and then Milton just casually walks in front of them. It's like, right ah. When, right when he's smiling. Yeah, right when he's smiling, pretty much. So. <laughs> Figures, it was you. Yep. So what else is going on? So, hey, just uh, a reminder, uh, again, the blood drive was a big success. It Charles was, told me yes. about 35 folks were part of that. They, they exceeded their expectations is what uh, I yeah. was told. Yeah, good. Um, and you can find about all the different activities that are happening at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That shows all the events that are happening here. And if you've been listening to the show for even a short amount of time, you know that almost every week we're talking about something new. So that's your way to find out. Is the petting zoo still going? Petting zoo's going. No, what are they have? Three, three, it's in the amphitheater. What do they have in the pet? Oh, zoo? down down uh, the hill. There, I saw pigs. I saw goats. Oh. I saw rabbits, and I can't remember what else. Oh my! 
We'll fixed we'll, <laughs> rabbits and goats. Oh my! <laughs> we'll we'll have uh, have Milton go down and kiss the pigs. Have you ever heard of that? Are they cute pigs? Oh, they were baby pigs. Oh, your little they, baby pigs. They, they look like a uh, baby, like a uh, small chihuahua, uh. <laughs> but fat. Okay. <laughs> so that's neat. And I also heard on the way over here that you are selling a product that will stop oak wilt. So I've heard, but I'm not sure I want to participate. I heard that on the radio. Yeah, I don't know if you want to participate. I don't think I want to participate. You you don't want to do that? I don't want to. I have the product. (laughs) If you want to to talk about it, you can. Well, I I was amazed because I didn't know that they had found anything, but I I guess I should have. Should have listened to the other radio program. Probably need to do more research. And yeah, probably. See where these. Uh, I think somebody at A&M needs and to then, do that research. And then Milton looked at. Uh, we're talking about uh, corn gluten, right? Well, you said corn gluten, but I think. I it's cornmeal. It's, it's cornmeal. It's cornmeal. And Milton looked it up on the computer, and those idiots at A&M says that it's not effective. They did say that. I concur. Not, not this effective. guy's on the it's radio. Not, not effective as what? Uh, oh, okay, yeah. There we yeah, go. the fertilizer. No, it was touted as a way to, if I'm correct, to um, prevent stop, the spread. Prevent the spread and to heal trees that have oak wilt. Really? And that's what Matt hmm. and I heard the same radio program. Yeah. I could not find much online except saying uh, either way. So. We'll have to do more research. It, well, it is surprising that there wouldn't be more. I'm sure it surprised a lot of arborists, too. That, <laughs> yeah. Certified arborists and, and uh, foresters. But anyway, if you want to try it, we've got the product, right? <laughs> we, we do We do have it, yes. And uh, so. I think this is a good time for Mark to call in. Yeah. I can get out of there. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. I bet Mark Peterson probably hadn't even heard of that. I bet he has. You get it. I get the up-to-date information on this program and the other program. He's probably wondering right. what, what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, he probably is wondering. Mark will have to call him. So, okay. Now, we're teasing, but just to make Are sure we? everybody is clear out there, we uh, we we have uh, great doubts that that has any effect on Oak Will. In fact, I'd be willing, willing to bet a lot of money that it doesn't Whoa, you know, oh, man. Man. have any Uh-oh. effect on Oak Wilt. He's got about, about five dollars in his wallet, right? Yeah, I don't know how much is a lot of money. Ten <laughs> bucks. Man. Oh, okay then. And I, tra- gave my, five, I, gave, I gave mine to the food bank. Yeah, yeah that was a, a <laughs> better oh, bet. Um, I don't know. Um, it would be interesting to, to hear if there's any research besides anecdotal evidence. Well, I just heard anecdotal evidence. Well, we wouldn't. We would surely have heard about that. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't Especially know. From A&M. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for a paper from A&M. Okay. I make a decision. <laughs> all right. So, Trace, what else is happening here uh, besides we have all that? Anything else coming in? That comes well, in? we got something in this week that we hadn't had in a while, and it really needs to go in the ground now. Uh-oh. Hurry. We, we've got our artichokes. Oh. It's not planned for the weekend. That's, we're, That's okay. We're too busy for that. I know. Uh, but. Um, if you are interested in growing artichokes, they do require cold to actually produce well. So now's the perfect time to get them into the ground, uh, anytime between now and January. But uh, the cold actually helps them produce. So uh, we've got them. 299, yeah, okay. four and a half inch pots. 
We can save them for people if they want to okay. do that. But I brought in ten flats. So and the neat thing about artichokes, if you don't don't like the artichokes or don't don't eat, can't eat all the artichokes that are produced. Uh, they are a big plant. They're a big plant. And a beautiful bloom. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. What that? It is the most spectacular bloom. <laughs> Sorry. Not really. I was leading up to that big bloom. On and it, it attracts insects, and and uh, it's, easy, easy, it's wonderful to get bee pictures. Oh, really? Because the bee gets the, the I, get, I, don't, I don't know if that's stamens or what, but the flower parts... The bee actually crawls down into the flower parts when he's getting the, getting the nectar, and uh, so those of us who take pictures, you just wait for him to come out, you know, or get him trying to go in, and you can oh, get good. wonderful wonderful bee pictures on artichokes. Cool. Well, okay. So Trace mentioned that if you want some but you can't make it out today, they'll put some aside for you. So just call the nursery at 49210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and um, they'll just tell them how many you want to put aside, and then uh, they just come pick them up. Can they, do you want them to pay for them at the time they call? Uh, they can, uh, there's plenty, so uh, okay. we'll, we'll save them, and they can come and get them. Cool. All right. Um, and as Jerry mentioned, they, they're great. They're large, and uh, they're kind of neat to put in a flower bed. You know, they've got oh, the, yeah. that white foliage, kind of like a Dusty Miller, sort of, and great contrast to uh, sticking in pansies and snapdragons, uh, right. even, even leaf lettuces, colored leaf lettuces around it would look right. really nice. And that's a big flower, huge, what, 8 to 10 inches? Or oh, my gosh. It's, it's pretty big. 6 yeah. to 8 or something like that. Hmm. Um, at least teacup size, so we'll say and these purple. Six, and gorgeous purple. Very cool. But and also we got spinach. We do have spinach. And boy, this is perfect spinach weather. I was talking to uh, Dr. Larry Stein. He said that the spinach producers or spinach growers in the Winter Garden out toward the Crystal City and Creso Springs and that area have already planted their uh, first planting of spinach. So uh, it's right in, right in the middle of uh, time to plant spinach. And transplants are the best way to go. And we do have uh, six packs now, and we're going to have some nice four-and-a-half-inch pots probably on Wednesday. Good. Along with Swiss chard and a few other things we've been missing. So do you um, know how the employee uh, voting is going yet? Or is it I all do thing? not. Okay. He's part can, of it. I can make assumptions. Can you? I can make assumptions, but I can't. Okay. Well, no, then we won't. We don't want to make assumptions. Uh, and we won't. We won't be told until next Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there's some good employee costumes, and what I'm referring to is, the uh, you will be solicited by the employees uh, when you come to Millburgers this weekend. I don't think they're as aggressive in getting votes. This number year. one is always aggressive. Oh, is he number one too? He's the number number one is the one he. Picked. And he's got a different. Oh. He's got a different disguise he, he than he does. had yesterday. He does. I think yesterday's was better, but. Uh, yeah, that was for what was yesterday's? I, something to do with a a, a game, and uh, I, I don't understand all that. Oh, okay, I didn't either. But yesterday was that pink bunny with the grenade. I saw that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and he was walking around. Do you know why I'm dressed as a bunny? Do you want to know why? You want to know why? Yep. And then and then he was asking for a vote. He's he's. He should run for office. Uh, <laughs> he probably would. 
<laughs> he's certainly uh, very persistent and uh, aggressive. But he's a pirate today, so I yeah. stand a chance. Okay. That's, that's his uh, traditional kind of the pirate. Yes. He's got a, ni- a really nice pirate outfit, too. So. I see a lot of people walking out with garden moms. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are. And, you know, normally there's not a whole lot of them available the week that we're in. Yeah. For for all souls, all saints, generally the moms are bloomed oh, out. Oh, that's but, right. But uh, this year we had a heat delay because it was super hot all summer. And then we had cloudy weather uh, all of September. And so between the two of them, we now have moms for all souls, all saints in great 100% blooming condition. Good-looking pansies out there. I yep. walked through those a while ago. And my favorite winter one, stock. We've got a good selection of stock oh, in. And good. next week we'll start getting those big They're pots. They're fragrant. Yes, very fragrant. Where's the stock now? Uh, they are, do you see the lady in the uh, white and pink blotchy that's spinning over? Oh, yeah. Okay, next table over. Okay. And uh, I got some uh, violas. They're yep. over there, yeah. Cyclamen in quantity, primrose, dianthus, alyssum, dusty miller. You got that white alyssum. We, so we have the regular white alyssum. We don't oh, have. Do we don't have, don't the, have uh, any of the regular. No, Peterson hadn't had any available in some time. Yeah. Hmm. But this one will work uh, all winter. It's good to about 20 degrees. So, Absolutely. Uh, That's actually a pretty good butterfly plant too. For the, you know, we talk about. Oh, good. Soon we'll be transitioning you know if we get some cold weather where zinnias and some of the other ones will will not be effective but uh, you can have dianthus and calendula and alyssum calendulas i don't have yet but uh they should be right around the corner petunias you, you know what i uh, i got in a lot of yesterday and you wrote an article recently was a uh, fire spike Got in some really nice red fire spike. That's fire, uh, fire bush or fire, fire spike? Fire spike. Spike and blooming. They're blooming. Yeah, and yeah. So that's, that's cool for the shade on your patio, uh, and uh, those hummingbirds. Oh, they love that. Yeah, fire and those the migrants will fight over that. We had uh, we had some young ladies in from uh, GVST that borrowed some plants for a uh, presentation they were doing, and that was that was one of the ones that they took. Okay. Mm. It's red blooms, I guess. Yes, sir. But there are. There, I think there's a yellow. There is, there is yeah. a purple. Yeah, I remember you brought that up. I think that was plant of the weekend, one. Yes, it was. Hey, we need to take a break. So Give two, me a break. 210-308-8867. Marcus, you hang on the line. You're going to be up next right after this. 210-308-8867. we got Millburgers. We're at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. We encourage you to come on out, be a part of the Halloween fun, and uh, we'll be right back after this on 930 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like fall garden mums on sale this weekend, the six-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the four-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, 
Now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just $11.88 in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Remodeling is not an overnight decision. You want someone you can trust, not a company that's only trying to sell you products you want expertise. My friends in San Antonio, this is Dennis Prager. Mike and Molly Sowry with Virtuoso Builders can help. They've remodeled hundreds of homes and every Virtuoso Builders project is 100% unique. They love remodeling and you'll love working with them when you call 210-525-8750. That's 210-525-8750 for Virtuoso Builders or go to virtuosobuilders.com. Happy birthday. Aw, thanks, honey. Oh, boy. I wonder what he got me this year, power drill or treadmill. I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a $50 gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hun. Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Uh... If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line if you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we're going to go right to those phone lines at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Marcus is on the line. Marcus, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? All right. How are you all doing? Good. It's a beautiful day today. What's going yes, on? Yes, it is. Yes, thank you for taking my call. 
Yeah, but I have a question for the doc. Uh, I have a rosemary herb plant, and it's a it's a pretty good size. It's about four foot by four foot, and it's growing in a planter. And uh, the rosemary uh, herb plant is blooming right now. It's got uh, beautiful uh, light blue flowers on it, but it's getting pretty big, and I need to to trim it. And it does have some dead wood. Uh, on it, and I wanted to remove that dead wood uh, primarily. And I, I was wondering if it was safe right now to, to trim it and to kind of cut it back, or should I wait? Well, it's certainly safe to get the uh, dead wood out of there. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Not to, uh, let's see. Not what, what would we worry about? It would stimulate freeze. some grow, some growth, and freeze. Freeze. Yeah. Um, if. Yeah, you'd have to. You probably would not want to, but it's four feet tall, huh? Right. What's, it's, what's it's, the it's, what's the timing? I mean, could you could you get the deadwood out and then wait on the rest? Yeah, I, I, I primarily want to try to get the deadwood out, but I was wondering if it be if it would be feasible right now for me to take it out. Well, um, yeah, it'd be feasible to take the deadwood out, but uh, as far as severe cutback. I'd wait till uh, March to do that, February, March. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Because yeah. what that does is to stimulate new growth, uh, which uh, we know we don't know what kind of winter we're going to have, so uh, uh, we don't want you to lose your whole whole bush. Yeah, it, it, it's just beautiful, and I use it uh, a lot for, for cooking, uh, and I, I don't want to lose it at this point because it's a pretty good size. It's very, very nice. Yeah, but, it, but so, so it's okay for me to cut in that dead wood then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, no problem. All right, okay. But thank you guys cut, very cut, much. Cut it, cut it back to the next largest branch. Okay, I'll the dead that. wood. Okay, thank you very much. I do appreciate your help. Oh, you bet. Hi, Thanks so much. Thanks Bye. for calling. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Greg is on the line. Hi there, Greg. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. You guys doing all right? Good, good. What's going on? Well, uh, I have a quick question. Uh, I like a blue plumbago plant. I understand you guys are real high on it too. Uh, the right. deal is, I bought a pl- yeah, I bought a place on uh, Dunlap Lake there in New Braunfels, and I've got a real pretty backyard. Except there's a great big propane tank, in which you know it's necessary to have it. And I'm wondering, would a, a blue plumbago, would it get big enough to plant in front of that and cover that um, propane tank where you wouldn't see it? Yeah, uh, yeah it, it will. Uh, is the soil good? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I think, a very good soil. Yeah, because uh, I've seen some where people have been disappointed on its covering and then others where it's really done a uh, done a good job of, of covering well, it's level, right? I, 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 it's very level, and um, it gets uh, quite a bit of uh, sun in the morning and then some afternoon shade. And and I didn't know if I could plant like three or four of them in front of the thing, and, and they'd eventually get tall up and fill in enough to cover that or not. Well, I've, I've had one that grew on the south side of my house that covered the whole side of the house, yeah. and it, and. It, and it uh, stayed stayed blooming most winters, uh, any uh, mild winter. Do you uh, have deer? Uh, no, it's a fence yard that can't get in. 
Okay, the fence is tall enough that the deer can't get in. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Is there something you would uh, recommend over that plant? Is is just something to kind of break the view of that uh, tank out there? I I like the fumbago because you can always, if you have to cut it out, you can just cut it out, and it's not... It's not, the stems don't get real thick. Uh, right, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and so it's it's a uh, it's got some uh, portability, but uh, it's going to be slow to f- cover that that's, tank. That's true. It could be a little slower. Um, well, at my age, that might be a problem. Yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> but, everybody calls in here, thinks they're dying. <laughs> well, if you just tell me they're on sale now, I'll be I'll be totally happy. Yeah, but when he's talking about slow, he's talking about two growing seasons instead of one. And if the soil is good, uh, you know, and you can you can fertilize it. We generally don't fertilize plumbago a lot, but. If you uh, fertilized it, stimulated it, may work. I think it's probably a good, a good, good trial. I mean, you, and they are on sale in the one-gallon container, and I see some from here. They're four dollars and eighteen cents. So uh, in the one-gallon. No. So we're going to see you in about five minutes. Oh, you're just messing with me now. No, no, no I wouldn't mess with you. They're right over here by the balloon art. Say forty percent. Yep. They got some oh, there in right, blue, wow. too. Get gallons are regularly $7, and uh, they're on sale for a little over $4. Oh, i got to try it now. There you go. <laughs> okay. You got Good enough, luck. I'll call you, you got enough time to get here? and let you know how it worked out. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep us informed. Cause yeah, we plan right, to be here in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Jerry is very old, he might not make it. Yeah, leave, years, leave yeah. that in your will that they need to call <laughs> yeah. the show. I'll tell your okay. kids about it. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Okay, thanks. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. That's funny. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to get caught up with the news in just a few moments. Anything uh, going on event-wise uh, that's coming up that you want to bring up that you know? We don't see any. Well, we just saw. Uh, we want to alert everybody that the Master Gardeners, across the region are recruiting for their uh, first-of-the-year classes. Uh, in particular, we are, uh, the Gu- uh, Guadalupe Master Gardeners are organizing for a class, and the training is in the after work in the uh, afternoon on uh, Tuesdays, I believe it was. And So if you want more information, go to the uh, Guadalupe Master Gardener website, and also check out if you're more comfortable or lo- want to look at the Bayer County uh, uh, also, the uh, Gonzales County and Comal County, I think they're all looking at uh, classes in the first of the year. And is it reciprocal? If you're, uh, if yeah. you live in Comal or you get in Comal, can you use it? And or you can, I don't you, know. Yes, you can. You can uh, get training in one place and you right. can work with them, or or uh, and you can transfer to uh, to another chapter too. It's been uh, it's been a pretty. Because uh, in the old days, we only had, uh, basically, we had one chapter, Bear County in this oh, area. okay. And uh, a lot of the uh, old veterans and some of the other ones started out in Bear County. Look, All right. Look at this little boy, Matthew. 
He's got on a Longhorn shirt. Yeah. And they fi- they've colored his hair the same color. I have a feeling they didn't color his hair. They didn't color his I hair. I think he's, he's, got got bur- he's got burnt orange hair. <laughs> All right. So uh, did we finish? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, he we didn't have. We weren't talking to, to anybody. We were just talking to He needs to get a Longhorn audience. balloon art. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, no, I was just trying to see because normally we uh, kind of take some time to talk about events that are coming up. Yeah. But, um. Again, 210-308-8867. And as far as Millburgers events go, the uh, place to go is millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, to find out all about all the events that are happening here at the nursery, uh, whether it's an adult education class or uh, maybe it's a, a class for kids. There's lots of fun uh, things to get kids interested in gardening and nature. Uh, we've got the Certified Butterfly Garden, uh, which... Uh, How's it looking? Spectacular right now. The with the monarchs and the queen butterflies, golf fritillaries, uh, black swallowtails. Uh, so it's really looking good. And the neat thing about it, the butterflies are neat to look at, but it also gives you an opportunity to see what kind of plants you can use in your landscape. That's true. And they're plant, plants that look good together. Uh, so it's another reason to come out and enjoy this uh, Halloween uh, celebration. You can also and you, a sneak little preview of the certified butterfly garden. You've been seeing, you've been pointing out a lot of butterflies that have been uh, oh, flying yeah. around us. Oh, gosh, yeah. The monarchs are everywhere. Are they? Queens, uh, uh, the, the black swallowtails. I uh, can't remember what. Oh, I know. We saw red admirals yesterday, Milton. Oh, what do red admirals look like? I have to Google they got, it. They've got kind of a, uh, it's actually, a, to me, it looks like it's kind of a red-orange uh Wave across their their wing. They're pretty distinctive if we see one coming. But a brown. Oh yeah! Wow, look at that. So yeah, kind of an orange circle, like a bullseye, sorta. Where do you see it, Milton? Uh, on the picture. Is that what they look like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Calvin. <laughs> I'm out there looking in the in the lantanas for. A, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, that's that was good. Yeah. All right, and let's see, uh, what else? Uh, I want to mention that uh, you can't believe everything you read in the paper unless it's in Calvin's article. Man, that's Cause, a statement. Because uh, I'm looking at Niels Berry, my buddy Niels Oh, Barry, no, don't Neil. even do that. It says, and finally, it's too late to plant to fertilize St. Augustine anyway. And we talked about that a while ago. That needs to be done in early October each year. So, uh, again, he's talking North Texas. I think so, yeah, because I just can't imagine that we, uh, I mean, you know, as far as if we're wrong, Jerry and I will certainly change, but uh, that's quite a few years of research. And Don't uh, be throwing me into that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not changing it. Not even if I'm it's wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we need to take a break. Well, that and Jerry, there's, there's Jerry will get on the ball moss. And, uh, I know. Back in a moment on the end. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On a beautiful, busy day here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, where folks are coming out in uh, just large numbers to have some fun here at the uh, big Halloween celebration today. Uh, and uh, they're taking pictures with the kiddos. They're getting balloon art. They're getting hot dogs, courtesy of Nature's Creation. Pumpkins. They're still getting, they're getting lots of pumpkins, yeah. And uh, let's see. Trace said there's still pumpkins, including the big ones. So if you want a big old pumpkin for your house, uh, this is the time to get it uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The uh, pumpkin painting was successful this morning. Oh, a, yesterday you mean? Or oh, they was do, it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, because there was a lot a lot of action over there. Mm-hmm. And you saw poor uh, Mary when she got finished. She was all worn out. Yeah, yeah I was wondering how that went. Yeah, well, it, 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 they were having fun, and they are uh, really attractive they pumpkin, pumpkins over there. Lots of uh, youngsters, you know, like in the uh, seven- and eight-year-old. Uh, so it was uh, festive and uh, looked good, and everybody seemed to have fun. All right, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. What you got there? Neil and I have oh. another disagreement. Oh. <laughs> I'll try not to defend him at this time. Oh, man, we're going to have to get Neil on the show. Just let you two go at it. Uh, well, you, he, he, usually we don't disagree, but... Uh, Mm. I'm lately, more, I don't I'm, know. Uh, it's more normal that I disagree with him. <laughs> yeah. Very. But, uh, I mean, he's an excellent horticulturist. See, he's, but, he's my friend, so I don't disagree I, with him. <laughs> Every week you disagree with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way you treat your friends? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he talks about aeration. Yeah, Uh-oh. Said, uh, aeration, he, he said, uh Neil says, I've never felt the need to aerate my own St. Augustine, even though it's growing in extremely heavy soil. And then he turns around and talks about what aeration is. Aeration is consists of pulling core plugs out of the soil and in the process cutting through any accumulated thatch, undecomposed organic material that is packed on top of the soil. And beneath the runners. Bermuda lawns are far more likely to develop that thatch than St. Augustine. Well, that's, that's, that's correct, too. I just, uh, that, that, that thatch thing is overstated. I've just not, not seen a lot of thatch accumulated in this. No, no, we, don't have, we don't have any thatch now. Yeah. Uh, except with Bermuda. Sometimes on Bermuda, I guess the hybrids I, especially. I suppose if they did the uh, athletic field thing. Yeah, uh, right. Of course, they aerate an athletic field Absolutely. Like, what, once a month. So. Absolutely. Compaction might necessitate aeration, usually uh, uh, usually follows, follows heavy traffic, heavy pedestrian traffic, say, at a park or a site, event site. What he forgot was uh, dogs. Or pets making uh, you compacting the soil, uh, and that aeration is about the only way to uh, to remedy that situation a little bit. If there's been so much traffic that the soil is compacted and needs aeration, though, 
you'll probably have to replant the grass anyway. So you might as well rototill it. Well, uh, when you're talking about rototilling, you're talking about uh, total total replanting of the area. And in other words, uh, uh, the neat thing about aeration is you can you can get to get there get, get some oxygen in the soil without having to redo the whole whole lawn area well and it's just a, a channel for oxygen for water for nutrients and if you top dress it's a channel it's almost only way you can get organic material down into the root system right right so so anyway we all all disagree sometimes even friends yeah uh, we talk about uh, we all we agree we ha- heavily agree on this questions that I have access to tree leaves and wood shaving would those be good to add to the garden plot this fall uh, so the ground will be ready for early spring planting and he talks about that uh, shredded tree leaves especially run through a more a bag and bag would be great. Incorporate two to three inches of them uh, into the top foot of soil with the rototiller, and they will decay over the winter. In other words, you're you're composting them, uh, rotting them, and adding organic material to the soil during the during the winter time without having a compost pile. At the same time, you want to add to each. An inch uh, each of well-rotted compost, well-rotted manure, and two inches of sphagnum peat moss. I didn't. I didn't know that sphagnum peat moss caught me off guard. I don't. I. Th- I think if you just do the manure and the, the compost, that uh, you probably don't need the sphagnum peat moss. Well, sphagnum peat moss is. Good for everything, but it's, well, uh, that's true. it's also a pretty, pretty expensive treatment. Yeah, you're trying to keep it cheap, and then he, he follows up by saying, oh, "The wood shavings, however, would not be a good addition because they tend to tie up nitrogen yeah. in the soil and render it unavailable for use by your plants for a period of time while bacteria are working it over." Much better to put that in the compost for a year or two. The same the same thing should be done with fresh manure so it can decay to the point of not being recognizable. Now, I, I heartily agree with that uh, wood shaving thing, but uh, uh, on the manure deal, I've, I've found that fresh manure, uh, especially horse and, and cow manure, are are good to good to use without composting. Now the hotter manures like uh, turkey and chicken and uh, rabbit and things like that are best put in a compost pile and to get some of the ammonia and nitrogen out I, of there. I like putting them in in a compost pile, even all of the manures, because they uh, speed up the whole you know if you've got lots of oh leaves, yeah the speed got, up the compost yeah if you got probably. lots of leaves and things in there you've right got, absolutely you've got a nitrogen source and uh, so you get just a huge a lot more impact 
but they are they're they're definitely a good addition to uh oh here's a disagreement about uh, another one another one with you and neil considering you agree with them most of the time you're having a really tough time today <laughs> in a recent column when you wrote about purple heart you didn't mention how invasive it is See that down here, Purple Heart. Now it's not invasive in North Texas. That that that's the problem with all of these oh. disagreements. Is Neil's talking North Texas and uh, in South Texas, most of the time it doesn't even freeze back. Now I pl- I planted it in Tennessee, and it froze back every year, but it would come up real be beautiful in the in the spring. But uh, in in uh, South Texas, sometimes it gets huge. And uh, when we were talking about collecting it, you know, during the drought, for people that using the landscapes, uh, the people were scared to cut it back. It had gotten so big that people were scared to talk cut it back because of snakes. No, oh. they were they were so thick they were worried there were snakes in there. But anyway, he says. Uh, I rarely hear that from people. I guess the first point would be to plant in a bed with border, to, uh, with a border, to contain it. That border should extend seven or eight inches into the ground. That's for sure. And then he says a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D herbicide applied to its leaves will kill it. Although the best control, if there were, uh, it was applied in mid-spring, late April or May. To vigorous new growth. I prefer sprays that contain only 2,4-D because they do not have other components that are active in the soil. You know what's wrong with that statement? Doesn't work. Two four, it doesn't work. 2,4-D will not. It will not kill, permanently kill. It may it might burn it back sometime, depending on the growth stage. I, I also. In terms of the aesthetics of uh, Purple Heart, I like it when it, you know, I don't, I don't like that containment kind of. Right. Now, and you can, you know, it's a, it's vigorous and it's hard to wipe it out completely, but it's relatively easy to just do a basic chop job to reduce. Right. To reduce, yeah, it's easy, yeah. easy to cut out. Yeah, just to reduce the size of it. And if you do that once every three months or so, you keep it into control. So I yeah it doesn't you don't have to uh, completely wipe it out. Yeah, but what what got my attention the other day is when uh, we we uh, had to spray some remedy on it, some uh, our cut vine and stump killer, and it killed it. Yeah. I mean it, it killed it back to the ground, and I thought it was gone. I said, I'm going to have to replant in that area. I thought it was gone. Came up back? Two weeks, two weeks, three wow. weeks, it's back. Came up the roots? Came up from the roots. Now, I, uh, I use... From remedy. Uh, from remedy yeah. now. I have uh, in my yard that uh, cat vine, uh, the cat claw vine. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just savage takeover. Yeah. And uh, I rely on remedy. Remedy is the thing that works on it he just kind of you, you, it kind of laughs and spits at uh, roundup but yeah uh, but Re- remedy does a good job uh, on it and, does it kill it to yeah the, it kills yeah. it permanently yeah and you and you can if it's on a fence 
you know, and they're real thick. You can, you're you're pretty safe. You just you spray through the middle of it there, so you don't get, you know, you don't want remedy going other side of the fence. Right. And, and it does a good job of setting it way back. Of course, two years later, it's back up there because it's coming across country and everything. But. <laughs> But yeah, you see that open space uh, come forward. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think I've seen it in other uh, neighborhoods like uh, it is in my neighborhood. It's uh, it's really. Well, you, you've been stimulating it with that remedy, is what you've been. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You've what been it thinning is. it out so the population can grow better. I didn't even notice it until Paul Cox identified it for me. You know? Oh, there. Is. Oh, well, I did notice. I noticed these beautiful yellow flowers. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. I remember I, I was over at your house and ran and got my camera when I saw it. <laughs> Don't fool with that bee, Milton. I'm just moving out of its way. No, it, it'll move out of your way. Don't fool with that All bee. Right. I saw yeah. some, some some girls or some uh, ladies fighting them no. yesterday. Is that a mistake? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. They're looking for a fight? Yeah. Well, they, they get irritated. No. Oh. You know, they're all female, Milton. <laughs> The bees so all direct, female. The opinions, Be careful, Melton. No. Just remind everybody is <laughs> purely so you, they, they don't like purely to be swatted. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, the, the, yeah, that purple heart's impressive. I think probably the best way to get rid of that. Oh, by the way, we sell it here at Melbourne. Purple heart, right? We do, and it's part of the sauce package. So it's oh, sauce is it really? <laughs> I was telling him uh, before you walked up that I I couldn't even kill it with remedy. You killed the top, but I, I killed think, the top. I think you needed to do a collection again. I, I enjoyed that when we did that. Time. Oh, the the roundup twenty. Stuff. No, 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 the collection of purple Jew. Or the, oh, the oh, heart. yeah, yeah. He he's showing his age. I am. Was that 30, 25, yeah, 30 years ago? Calvin was here. So was that thirty years ago? There was a. When yeah, and it was at the, the, the Wurzbach, uh, what was that? Uh, Parkway? Where, Parkway, where, where was Park Parkway, Parkway our, the, when our office was there, yeah. yeah. So that was, a, was that the second place? Uh, third place. Yeah. So it must have been uh, <laughs> 90. A long time ago. Yeah, I was thinking late 80s, but it could be 90. Yeah, I think it, it was had in, to be 90. in the 90s, yeah. Cool. So, anyway. anyway. So, it, it's a, it's a, it, uh, if you want to get rid of Purple Heart, probably the best way to do it is dig as much as you can, as much of the root as you can out. And then, uh, but you're not going to get it all. And then, as it sprouts, as it sprouts, cut them off right as it sprouts. And, and I, I would say just weed it down, you know, when you're edging your lawn and things like that. Just edge, keep that cut down every week. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you need it every week, but, um, that, yeah, three or four times it seems to. And so if it's every couple of weeks, you, grad, you gradually win that battle. Now, of course, you could quit doing it, and then a little piece might sneak well, you know, oh yeah! Come back, yeah. or or you want to make sure you uh, 
Well, when you collect all the pieces, that you, uh. they get they get put where they won't sprout. It only takes one. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're supposed to ask you if you have avocado trees right now. Yes, we do. Good. Okay. Have we gotten the uh, those rocket uh, Snapdragon packets? I got it. I got it in 10-inch pots just for you. Do you? So there's, there's Where are they? Over there? Probably towards the entrance by the Boy Scouts. How are they looking? Did you like them? I thought they looked pretty nice yeah. for, for a 10-inch pot. And there was actually some buds on them, and they were only a foot tall. Oh, so they're a foot tall, too? They're roughly a foot, yeah. And lots of plants in a 10-inch? Uh, a number. I didn't count them, but, yeah, uh-huh. there was definitely more than... We're, ta- we're talking because uh, the old-fashioned rocket snapdragons are harder and harder to find, and so Trace is uh, finding some for me because I like them. I like them in the cut flower garden. Cool. So we have them? Uh, we have some 10-inch pots. Yeah. So you want to talk about them a little bit? We'll let you go get yours first, but... Well, no, no, we'll. Uh, the thing about rockets are that they get they get very large. I'm gonna, do we want to talk about them? How many do we we got enough? I I will uh, count them. How about that? Okay. Yeah, All right. We're, we're not sure. Do you want to go with them to take yours? And no, I'll get it. <laughs> but we uh, the the thing about rockets, snapdragons are they're just uh, real tall, and they're a little slower to start to bloom, and they are top, can be top heavy. Yeah. So, so there's a harder ship. Yeah. So oh. Okay. So now it's now the snapdragons that you see in the nurseries. A lot of them are medium size. They're like sonnets, and they're 16 or 18 inches tall, and uh, more uniform than the, than the rockets. But uh, so they you know it's just it's uh, just a uh, one fun variety that uh, a lot of gardeners still like. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. want to take a second to talk to you about deck and patio care. Today's a great day to get out on the deck, and it's probably now that you, things have dried out, you may notice that it doesn't look quite as good as it once did. I want to encourage you to call Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care. Go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, because there you'll see an example of a deck that they've done. You'll see a couple of examples, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And you'll see it when before, the before picture, picture is gray and kind of uh, maybe a little bit of, uh, you can see the wood, but it's just gray and dull. And then afterwards, it looks <laughs> bright, and, bright and sharp, and it looks wonderful. So uh, they uh, can also help you with pebble stone driveways, all kinds of things. Uh, lawn furniture, you bet. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Gosh, I don't know how long Barry's been doing this, since the uh, 90s at least. I think even before that he got into it and has just studied this. This has been his uh, not only a livelihood but an art for him. So Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Uh, Call 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Or go online and check it out, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Dot com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Trace will tell us the uh, status on the uh, the Snapdragons and more. Right after this, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, on The Answer. Nope. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like fall garden mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Identity politics is back. Well, actually, it never went away. In Florida, a left-wing socialist named Andrew Gillum, who currently is mayor of Tallahassee, is running for governor against Republican Congressman Ron DeSantis. News reports keep referring to Gillum's potential to become Florida's first black governor. Who cares? It isn't or shouldn't be about the color of his skin. It's about the content of his ideas. Gillum wants to raise taxes on this income tax-free state. He wants Medicare for all or socialized medicine paid for by the government. Where will the money come from and why does he think government can do a better job with health care than the private sector? He should check out Britain's NHS. The media treat Gillum like the way they treated Barack Obama when he ran for president. To them, he is a messianic figure about to save Floridians. Whatever happened to ideas? The answer is Democrats have run out of ideas, at least ideas that work, and so they focus on other things that have nothing to do with individual lives. Wake up, Florida. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and Trey Sons on the porch with us, too. Yeah, we're talking about bulbs, so I asked you, oh, how many do we have of the... Uh, we had nine, nine of the rocket snapdragons. All right, so spots. you could, can they call in? They uh, can. Okay, so you can call 210-497-3760, 210 210- Four nine seven three seven six zero. Took me a little while to locate them because when they came in, they were a foot tall. Now they're mostly about eighteen inches. Wow! That's in just a and buds on them. Yeah, buds. That's in what, four days. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. Okay, so if you can't come today and you want one, you can just call and they'll put them aside with nine. If you've been thinking about getting them, then this is a good idea to call two one zero. 
497-3760. Now, there will be spectacular in that container that Trace is talking about. But another thing you can do, put them in a, each Are there a number of plants in each one? Or? Uh, I believe there's five. Okay. You, know, you put them uh, a single rocket snapdragon in a uh, container with a tomato cage around it. We'll fill that baby up and uh, the blooms. And they're a little top-heavy when they got the blooms in there. So Tomato cage is a good idea. They really, because uh, they, they really make a good show. It would be fun to experiment with them. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm certainly going to try uh, some of them. And uh, so, so I guess we designated this as a uh, late uh, plant of the weekend, huh? Yes. We could? Sure. Yeah, sure. It is. All right. It now is. All right. But there is also the regular medium size. Uh, yeah, we've got the mediums and the small ones uh, in four-inch pots, and there's some small ones in 10-inch pots, too. Uh, the, and the medium ones are get to about 16 inches tall. Uh, there, there's actually two or three flavors, and I believe it's like 12 to 16. Okay, so they can make good cut flowers, too. All right, and y'all were talking about bulbs when I walked up, so uh, y'all want to continue the bulb conversation? No. All right, then, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. I love doing that. Yeah, he does. So we got in, the, he was asking me about some bulbs that uh, that we normally force. Uh-huh. And so uh, we were talking about which ones we had. So uh, I think we had everything, pretty much the, the, yeah. the better ones to force. So we hyacinths, paper whites, paper whites, and grape pies. Paper whites are probably the easiest, uh, but uh, hyacinths I think are the most show for the. Yeah, you uh, get a ch- you got to chill them unless they've been chilled already. No, but if you're yeah. forcing it, I'm not sure it really yeah, matters that much. Five weeks is in the refrigerator, but uh, amaryllis is easy too. You got lots of choices. So. And you said you had tulips. A, f- a few. A few. So should if they buy them, should they chill them? Yes. Okay. And then now through, like, January 1st, I think? I, yeah, I would put them in a paper bag, in a vegetable drawer uh, with no vegetables. Right. And right. I, I wouldn't contemplate planting them until it looks like it's going to get cold and stay cold for a while. So that could be Christmas or later. Oh, yeah. I think when we used to have the uh, the pre-chilled, uh, we started selling them first of the year to be planted. Yeah. You, you put in a refrigerator for 45 days at 45 oh. degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. How much is seven into 45? Man, six you weeks. do that off the top of your head. That's amazing. I know. 45 <laughs> what? Six, six and a half weeks. Yeah. So if you got them now, that'd be November. Yeah, through through basically the mid or end of December. How long, How what temperature are refrigerators normally? 45. Are they? Okay. I think so. Okay. I think. They well, can, a refrigerator. They can be a little less now, but not. Maybe in the hydro, in the. Uh, oh, the vegetable crisper. Vegetable whatever. crisper, yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Plant them during the last two weeks of December. Okay, well, that's your that's your six weeks. Now's the time to get them. There you go. Get them and chill them. And tulips, and he, uh, he also has a. Uh, he also mentioned Dutch hyacinths. Yeah, mm-hmm. hyacinths. Who is he? But that, that we say there's a difference between Dutch hyacinth and grape hyacinth. Grape hyacinths don't need chilling. And yeah, Dutch well, do. the du- Dutch hyacinths are the kind with the column of bloom. 
Oh, okay. The great hyacinths, they're just little... Little small plants. Yeah, with little sprouts like that. Okay. Grape hyacinths are nice, too, but the the other hyacinths are really, really showy. Mm. And they're they're the ones that require at least five uh, five weeks. About that, that same six weeks you mentioned would do them well, too. Yeah. And then uh, now the thing about uh, paper whites... They can go outside and they'll be a forever. Uh, yeah, they'll na- come back. Naturalized, uh, especially and, down here. And the deer don't eat the the paper. Oh, roots, really? Wow! So you can kind of plant them in a corner of the yard, or uh, they, you know, they do well in a little light shade or uh, full sun or even deciduous shade. They do fine. Yeah. And so they, in January or even December, the. The foliage will come back up, and then they bloom generally in January. When Jerry and I do our uh, presentations on 12 months of color, quite often paper whites are the first the first uh, bloom that we expect in right. the January. Right. So you can force them now for a gift and then uh, plant them in the landscape. Which variety of hyacinth do you think that Trace was talking about, in the little forcing them in the little wine glasses? Is that the grape one, you That's think? That's a grape one. Okay. The uh, paper whites are cool if you get a, well, a glass container, too, and you put the bulbs tightly packed, a single layer yeah. in there, and they go they go up. Foliage is attractive. And then you have to cope with the uh, fragrance. <laughs> you I have to cope with the fragrance. With the fragrance. Yeah, that... Notice I didn't mention the, you don't, the Some people smell. love it, some people yeah. hate it. Yeah. Oh. He didn't say you would get, then you get to enjoy the fragrance. Yeah. I think, well, I think yeah. he biased the comment just a little bit. Well, you, uh, I, I don't mind it when it's outside. I, I find it a little bit strong when it's oh. uh, in the house. But not everybody does. Uh, some people like it a lot. 210-308-8867. So all those bulbs are here at the nursery. Right. Bill Burgers, right. 1604, and Bill Verde Rub. 210-308-8867. Okay, we've got a strange question, Milton. All right, I'm ready. From Louisiana, Milton. Uh-oh. Where in Louisiana? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, 7, 8, and I'm sorry, 7, 0, 6, 4, 8. All right, I'll look it up. 7, 0, 6, 4, 8. And a guy writes in, chlorine and grass. That's from Kinder. I'm trying to remember where Kinder is. Oh, okay. All of my life, 63 years, this guy's old. Mere child. I clean my hand by passing them in our St. Augustine grass. Is it the chlorophyll that does that? And thank you. Well, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Forest, uh, Forest says. <laughs> Rosella. That's her name. Mm-hmm. In all my life, 82 years old. I didn't realize Forest was. Wow. Was so old. He's, he's so young, young at heart. You mm-hmm. know, but, uh, 82 years old. I have never heard of such a thing. Maybe it is a Louisiana thing. Now, we used to just w- w- wipe our hands in the high grass 
and wipe our shoes in the high ground. Yeah, get, if you've been weeding in the garden or something, you got the soil all over. And there you go. You yeah. just, on, on wet grass sometimes, yeah. you just wipe your hands. But I, I don't think it has anything to do with the chlorophyll. Or the, it's just a physical material that you can wipe your hands and feet on. I've been trying to, I've been trying to remember what... I don't know that chlorophyll has chlorine in it or anything. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, because uh, your chlorine would have some cleaning or uh, disinfectant. But uh, if it is in chlorophyll, it's in such a tight form, you wouldn't get any impact on yeah. it. So I think it's just a physical structure that wipes your, wipes the... Dirt off your hands, or clean your hands, or whatever. And it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't act as a soil sanitizer. I mean, yes, as a uh, hand sanitizer. Gosh, she's going to be disappointed. All these years, she's had dirty hands. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, don't forget to look at Calvin's article in yesterday's paper on page uh, section in section C the sports section, and uh, he, he gives a re- really good, complete description of, of planting shade trees, and he talks about the CPS, uh, the CPS rebate that you can get, and lists oh. the, list the, uh, See that uh-huh. list the species of, uh, of, of trees. That uh, that you can get on this CPS uh, list. You can get all that information here at Millburgers too. Go to the CPS website, or and I, I think Millburgers has it uh, available. So really, it's, it's a simple program, relatively easy to take advantage of. Uh, the specifications aren't, uh, you know, west side and south side of house and uh, lots of species. More species than we, uh, when Jerry and I list uh, the recommended species, they're all there, plus there's some that are, that are even, uh, you find something a little bit strange, a little bit exotic. And they don't, uh, I, they don't specify the size of the species. Yeah, they have to be five-gallon today. Is At all. least five-gallon. Yeah. So you can get a bigger one, too, if you want to. But we encourage people, if you're new to the area and you go plant a tree in your yard, uh, uh, first of all, get one of the recommended trees. Don't get a, don't get, just say you want a fast-growing tree. It's better to have a, have a, uh, uh, you know, there, most of our recommended tree varieties or fast growing. Medium to fast growing. Medium yeah. to fast growing. Yeah, the Texas red oak, Mexican white oak, yeah, Mexican sycamore, they're all all really fast. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times when you look at these real fast trees, they're susceptible to bores. The wood is not strong and uh, breakage and other things like that. I always tell people don't don't necessarily plant a tree for you, but plant a tree for the next person that's going to live into your house or or for the for your grandkids or 
our, ch- our children. He's got such a cheery outlook for life, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Well, well uh, all our old people call it in today thinking they're going to die. <laughs> and they, they say, uh, I'm telling them, don't be leaving us in a trashy tree. I think it's... When it's, you it, pass away, we won't remember, remember you fondly. It's, it's uh, just as likely, too. We get a lot of people that thought in those terms and you know and 15 years later they've got this huge tree that oh, they have to yeah. deal with so it's amazing how, how fast some of those trees will grow and the the, the, the high quality trees too yeah. all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. In the meantime, you give us a call and uh, let's talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons live here at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like Fall Garden Mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one gallon container. All your favorites Mexican Heather, Plumbago, Salvia, Lantanas, and more in the one gallon. Now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs like Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just $11.88 in the three gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for the God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given 
from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com and select Costco stores. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. You just call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So how do you figure out what kind of, what, what size tree to buy, Milton? You well, buy the recommended trees, all right. and how do you find out? How big of trees you should buy. You dig the hole first. If you want to plant it yourself, yeah, you dig the hole first. And then you decide. Once you get tired of digging the hole, <laughs> you come to the nursery and you buy one to fit that hole. Fit that hole. That is correct. Uh, now, you can take more than one day to dig the hole, I suppose. Oh, yeah, at least. Uh, the p- picture in the paper got a, a young family out uh, working to, to plant, a, plant a tree. See? See how sweet they are. Look how happy they are. Yeah. <laughs> they probably. But anyway, uh, Calvin says to plant, dig a, dig a hole in the soil the same depth as the container, as the container, in the that you get in a nursery. And two or three, two to three times as wide as the root ball. That's in the container. Of course, you can be, have, have it bigger than that if you want to. But what? If you want to be, if you like digging, it doesn't hurt anything. Oh, you you mean a bigger tree? No, no. I mean the two to three times as wide. Some people are more comfortable with a wider hole. Oh, okay. You just don't want it deep. You don't want it buried deeper than the, it was in the container. Right. Sorry, I said You want to see the top of the root ball. That's right. And uh, the reason we say that is because we see so many issues later where trees have been, that a tree, a tree's bark is really 
good defense against the air, but it's no defense against soil right. piled up to right. it, and lots of problems if you do if you do that if you plant it too deep. Fill it, fill the hole around the root ball with the native soil that was removed from the hole. Uh, so anyway, the the key to the thing is. A lot of people come and look at the tops and look at the leaves and think, oh, that'd be cute. And also keep in mind the ultimate size of the tree. In other words, how big that's going to get. Now, it's hard to imagine. I tell the story about my 30-foot, 30-to-40-foot uh, live oak, I mean red oak, in my backyard is planted on solid stone. And was uh, about had one stem that was about uh, four to five, about four feet tall when I planted. And now, 40 years later, it's it's uh, it's 30 to 30, 40 feet tall. So uh, now I've, I considered myself to know what I was doing, but I moved away from the whole, the little lines. The utility, utility line, line, 50 feet, uh, it, it, right in the middle of my b- backyard, or 50 feet from the house, and 50 feet from uh, the utility line. So I'm thinking to myself, because everybody's laughing at me, putting that little bitty old twig out in the backyard, and saying, "Oh, that's gonna give us a lot of shade Ooh. right now." Yeah. Now, right now, we're cutting limbs out of the utility line, 50 feet away from the original plant. Wow. And uh, and it's it's shading the whole backyard. So the the and in in terrible well in no soil, in solid rock. And so uh, these trees, it was a smaller tree. And it, it just found its way in the end of that, and I could I couldn't even bear it, I couldn't even bear the uh, root ball, because it was sitting on solid rock, cap rock. So uh, uh, these trees have a tendency, especially these well-adapted trees, have a tendency to uh, they'll make grow, a living well in these conditions. Yeah, it's a good way to. Yeah, they'll make a living if you you wanna you wanna go in the smaller direction rather than the bigger direction but I was, I was thinking of mentioning that too that there there's been a lot of just Jerry talks about it a lot a lot of successful shade tree plantings that where you had to just kind of make a mound to, to cover that uh, root ball yeah right. soil that's what I did with that yeah. tree and it does it does work if you don't go overboard and if it's a well adapted tree Appreciate you checking on the the balloon artist people. She's been working since eleven o'clock oh, wow. without without oh, a man. break. Yeah, yeah. The line has been there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So these people are coming out here to enjoy the style of things at Millburgers. Uh, the that's going on for Halloween. Uh-huh. But they can also get uh, some free freebies out here. 
What freebies can uh, people that come to Millburgers out here get other than the Halloween special? Newsletter. Yeah. Calendar. <laughs> they yeah. can get the new 2019 calendar. What about the, what about the lettuce? Is the lettuce, lettuce seed over there? Is it free here? Do what? Is the, is the Crawford lettuce seed free? Yeah. If you ask for it by the cashier? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And the calendar, you were mentioning the 2019. This is a lovely, lovely calendar. It's 2019, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How did how'd that happen? Got beautiful pictures inside. Yeah. Little stickers. Uh, available and... while they last. And I, I guess they're by the cash register. Yeah. What? By the cash register. Are you, don't agitate the bee. Hey. Cool. I was hoping you'd come by. Laura loves. I. I wow. Oh, man, that is beautiful. Here I gotta. Here I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you that. Thank you. I can uh, give that to my wife. That's okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, as I was gonna say, last time. Uh, you had to tell her you're bringing her a scorpion. This time you can tell her you're bringing a brand new truck. <laughs> a brand new pickup, I know. Uh, so maybe she'll yeah, we like get, that. <laughs> we've got to take a picture. I mean, the, the key is, gosh, y'all are, this is uh, the folks with the balloon art, which is? All Things Balloon. All Things Balloon. You can find them on Facebook. And is there a website? website? Oh, yeah, we have a okay, website. That's what I thought. Allthingsballoon.com. Uh, so we wondered why Milton was so I know. Contempt. I kept looking around. Yeah. Where is he? Um <laughs> Do me a favor. Y'all are going to be here today till 3 or till uh, 2? We will. Okay. And, uh, yep, she's been busy. There's a, there, I'll let you get to her and help her out. But uh, your story is so interesting. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about how you got involved in all this. Okay. Well, back in 2003, I met my wife at church, and she was doing balloons for a living. And I thought that was kind of odd, but she was doing a pretty good job of it. So... When we decided to start going together and he got married, I thought, well, heck, I can do that. Yeah. But it turns out it's harder than it seems. Uh-huh. So, but after a few years, I got to the point where I could I could start seeing balloons in my head. <laughs> and then I could start building them. So uh, I'm really good at mechanical things, fairly good with animals and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, the mechanical things like hot rods, pickup trucks, spaceships, airplanes, I'm really good at that. Is that right? But, and there's so much detail. Yeah. That's that's the key. It's well, that's the one of the keys to being a fantastic balloon artist as opposed to just a balloon twister. Balloon twister can make you a truck, but it probably won't be anywhere near that detailed. No. You know, this here's got, you know, the tail lights, the headlights, yeah. drive shaft, shocks. Oh, <laughs> we'll have to take a picture so. and share it because it's it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's those curled balloons that just absolutely make it fantastic. So I love making anything out of those, but to, like I said, mechanical stuff really lends itself to the uh, using the chrome balloons. Uh, you can't make a really chrome bunny rabbit, for instance. Oh, that, <laughs> do you? Um, and I know you guys do weddings. I've seen you do that. You do. Uh, you guys have been out at events with this that the city has done or oh, yes, conventions. We We've been uh, working. We do things for the city of San Antonio. We do things for uh, HEB. We do things wow. for Whataburger. We've been with the Spurs as balloon twisters since 2003. Is that right? Did you help them win that game yeah. yesterday? Well, yes, I was there helping them win the game yesterday. Oh, good for you. Cool. 
It's kind of hard to do from out in the patio, but we, I try my best, though. So, uh, but uh, we love working out there with them and uh, the Spurs fans. we got the best fans in the whole country. And we're lucky because we have the coyote. And yeah. The coyote can be made out of balloons pretty easily. Oh, yeah, that's so. funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Very so cool. I've been making coyotes for the fans, you know, for wow, 14, 15 years now. And, uh, but uh, a lot of teams don't have that. Like, yeah. I don't know what the heck the, the Lakers have for a mascot. You know, I don't know uh, either. <laughs> and uh, Phoenix, I think, has a purple gorilla or something like that. Yeah, you could. That's like. Yeah, well, the Coyote's the best. It's hard to the beat the Coyote. Coyote's fantastic. And besides yeah. that, he wins awards for being the best mascot. Absolutely, year after year. I mean, we're, we're just blessed all, all the way around here. So, but, he, uh, at any rate, you so, want to be on the and, um, Yeah. <laughs> and, He's our hot dog. So, how do folks find you? You want to be on the radio? How did Cheryl find me? No, how do, how do folks oh, who oh, are interested okay. in having you at an oh, event or. Okay, you find me either on the web at allthingsballoon.com. Or you can find us uh, through Facebook, uh, Instagram. We're, we put pictures up all over the place of so the latest and coolest stuff that we do. This will go on Instagram here fairly shortly. I, I got a picture of it. So. Oh, good. Yay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so. And okay. um, I was telling Calvin at the start of the show, telling the guys, it's fun to watch the kids because the kids see it take form, and they're like, you know, their eyes are kind of squinting like they don't believe it. And then all of a sudden, it's there. Yeah, there's that little light bulb there. And then they just, they just, oh, they almost do squeal. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. Well, and if you could light up the city with that, that smile that you get sometimes. <laughs> well, that, that was, uh, Milton was describing yeah. himself. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, he, he smiled and squealed. <laughs> the kids were having fun, but it was mostly me when you brought the okay. trucker. Now, well, we entertain adults, too. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, no. when, when they see us take those little bitty skinny balloons and, and just put a little air at them, the next thing you know, you got something cool. You know? Absolutely. I know. That's the cool. That is so, I don't, cool. don't feel too too good about that because Milton did reacted the same way when we got oh. the hot dogs. No, oh. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much okay, again. Well, the the, the website is www.allthingsballoon.com. Thanks for coming out and being well, a part of this. Thank always, you for thank having you for us. the truck, man. And thank you for this beautiful day you had oh, it on. So, man. okay, thanks. Thanks. Man. You take care. And the folks that brought those hot dogs to you, I'm going to see if I can give you the Here you go. Um, yeah, you guys uh, Nature's Creation was a uh, nice enough to uh, supply all the hot dogs, and y'all been working. Uh, how are we doing? Oh, do we still have some left, or did we? We're on the last package and running out of ingredients real that's, quick. That's wonderful. Yeah, that and is a wonderful. Great, great uh, support of customers. Yeah, so uh, we appreciate you do this. You've uh, come out a lot, and then tell us what Nature's Creation is. It's environmental friendly, family friendly, pet friendly products that uh, help control weeds, insects. And, and uh, soil amendment items. All right. So you, what's, what, what should folks kind of be thinking about right now? Fall fertilizer. Okay. Fungus. Okay. We have corn cornmeal fungicide. And uh, Millburgers has a brand of uh, fall fertilizer that's uh, top, top notch. Yeah, that's with the mycorrhizal. Is that the? Yeah, 612. On sale. It's even yeah. on sale. Yeah, 612 alfalfa base, slow release. Good product. Yeah. Well, cool. And so you guys provide the hot dogs, <clears throat> and then we uh, ask people to donate, and the money doesn't go to you guys, so does it? No, it goes to the food bank. Cool. So, I mean, really a double bang out of the thing. Millburgers and Nature's Creation, yeah. uh, uh, everybody working towards uh, the benefit of the community as a whole. Great attendance. Yeah. 
We were taught, thinking that this weekend was the the most but attendance we've I think had. It has and, been. That's and, what Trace told me this morning is the yeah. largest turnout yesterday. Well, you were here last time, weren't you? I don't think you got yeah. beat up this bad. No, <laughs> I got <Yeah>. hammered. <laughs> Cool. Thank you for coming up, man. You bet. Appreciate it. Go, you bet. Thank you. For, appreciate you doing that, Matrix Creation. Hey, we got one more question. Let's see if we can sneak it in real quick. Uh, Greg, thanks. You've been waiting so long. Uh, how can we help you? Yeah, I, I was just coming out and I found a bunch of potatoes that have sprouted that I had grown in the spring. I know it's too late to plant them for a fall crop, but if I plant them now, will they overwinter and come up in the spring, or will they pre-kill them off good? I potatoes, had, uh, potatoes. Let's see. I, I you're, you're talking about planting them this fall. Um, I, yeah, gen- I generally plant. I plant mine on about February first. Uh, you can you can get a crop depending on what the weather does in the fall. I don't have as good a luck with it as uh, as doing it on February first. How how, what do the uh, seed potatoes look like? You got are they something that could store until next spring? Well, they're all at least an inch long. I I just noticed them. I grew them in the springtime, and when it was time to plant for the fall, they weren't ready. But now now they are. So I'm just trying to figure out what do I do with them. If I put them in um, the refrigerator, they'll get thrown out. And so I was thinking if I uh, put them in the ground will they survive over winter probably not uh the tops may die back but you might might be lucky if they're if they're at the point where you're not going to be able to store them in the refrigerator or anything i'd go ahead and just plant them because they may they may do fine thanks greg we got a run we got 10 seconds take care call us back at the beginning of next week if you didn't answer that good luck greg thank you for waiting thanks to ashley for doing a great job uh, uh, getting everybody on the air making it sound so good three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.